Hello, hello, hello. <sighs> welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for stopping by. I I hope everybody's having a great week. First of all, I know some of us have our kids going back to school, so that's a big thing, right? Finally, after a year. A year. I'm not going to lie. Um, I have mixed emotions about it. I'm struggling, and it's because, you know... I'm clingy and I am codependent and I love my kids and I've had them at home for a year and I don't want them to leave me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm excited for them and yes, it'll be a little lonelier in the house because I've gotten used to them being here, Um, but you know, this is a good thing and this is what we wanted you know, I not wearing a mask and, you know, all the rules and everything. But, you know, we, we will take what we can get, you know. And if this is where we start, then this is the start of something. I don't know what, but it's something. But anyway, um, I hope everyone's having a great week. I hope you ladies are loving yourself and just taking care of yourselves, being kind to yourselves. Um, this is episode two part two, whatever you want to call it, of The D Word. That was a couple weeks ago. Um, This is, well, that's the title of the segment. (laughs) I'm sorry, I haven't had coffee. I'm kind of weaning myself off coffee, like, for sure, because I think I say that at least every year. I'm going to stop drinking coffee, and I never do. But this time, um, I've gone four weeks no, that's a lie. I just had coffee like last week. Actually, I had coffee like on Monday. On Tuesday, actually. Wow, this isn't going well for me. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, I didn't have coffee today. So I'm a little off. That explains the weirdness, you know, the quirkiness, which is always there, but it's enhanced now because I don't have my coffee, my caffeine. Anyway, let's stay on track, shall we? Today's episode, we're going to be talking about finding yourself, finding myself, how I found myself again through the chaos of family drama and, you know, relationship problems and a divorce and, you know, I talked a little bit about how I played these different roles for other people and I didn't really like know what to do with myself (laughs) um I didn't know like truly what I wanted you know how I wanted my life to be what I needed to fulfill me I just knew that there was more that I could give there was more that I wanted to do than just be mom and wife and you know it's really hard because your children are your children you know your children are going to love you but they don't understand you know adult issues and they're not going to understand that you're having like a midlife crisis or something which you know I could possibly have been going through I don't know <laughs> um, but it's difficult to go through something like that and not feel supported and not feel like you're being seen and I think that was my biggest issue is that I felt all these things and I was feeling very, you know, conflicted about what I wanted and who I was and where I wanted to go and what my next step was, you know, and it wasn't so much about like everybody else because, you know, the kids were taken care of, the husband was being taken care of, the house was being taken care of, but I wasn't and it was just 
it had gone to a point where, yeah, I became super depressed and I kind of felt like a robot. You know, I just went to sleep, woke up, did the same thing every single day, repeated the same thing every single day. There was no room for for nothing else, you know, because I had made this boring, predictable um, routine my life, and I didn't allow myself to seek out anything else, you know, whether it be a hobby, whether it be, you know, even just going to the gym or, you know, hanging out with my girlfriends more or something. I just felt like I was so consumed with the kids and the home and the husband that I didn't have any room for anything else. And because I wasn't being supported to explore and be, and, and I wasn't being supported to, you know, go and find myself like, okay, you know, I'm here. I love you. I was needing that from my partner and I wasn't getting that in the ways that I needed. And I think that also kind of drove a wedge between us two because I became resentful. You know, I said, well, you know, I supported you for all the things you wanted to do. Now it's my turn, you know, and I'm a little lost right now and I'm trying to figure it out, but I need support and I need you to know that I need to know that you see me and that you see me struggling, but you're here for me. You know, that's what I needed. And I wasn't necessarily getting that. So I would say probably the year leading up to us splitting up, I began to play around with things that I enjoy doing and not so much for money, you know, it was just to kind of separate myself from wife and and mom and have something of my own that I can do and I could create space in my day to 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 do that to dedicate time to do something for me and that was my goal and so through that I began to do art because I love art and I don't think I have fully exercised my love and my ability for art It's something that I've always kind of just played around with. Um, But I know that the ability is there. I know the talent is there. And that's something that I began to nurture and began to explore. And it brought so much joy. And there was just so much focus. The moment I started, it was like I couldn't stop. And then I started doing photography a little bit. And that's something I've always loved doing even as a kid I was always taking pictures of stuff and um, I have tons and tons of pictures of random things and friends and just all kinds of stuff from growing up until now and um, I just really enjoyed doing it I'm not I mean that's what I do for my profession right now Um, I didn't go to school you know I trained myself I taught myself and I'm continue continually teaching myself different things and learning um, in all the different using all the resources that I have and so I began to play around with that I began to play around with you know clothes and vintage clothes I would sell things and I was trying to have an online store and 
you know, all these different things that I was playing around with. And these were things that I love. I love clothes. Anybody who knows me knows that I love fashion. And I'm a big vintage junkie. And, you know, I love shopping. <laughs> I said it. Yes. Hi, my name is Shelly. <laughs> and I love shopping. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm addicted to it or I have a problem. I just enjoy doing it. I love fashion. I appreciate the artistry and just the beauty of it. It's artwork to me. Um, and so I can appreciate it in that way, and I love being around it. And even as a photographer, I love photographing fashion and fashion models. You know, it's kind of like having a doll that you get to dress up in <laughs> these beautiful clothes that you'd probably never, ever be around in any other circumstance <laughs> but this photo shoot. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, for me in the industry that I'm in, I have a high appreciation for that. But anyway, <laughs> enough about that. What I was trying to say is that I was, you know, trying to figure out where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And I have the trouble of wanting to do everything. I'll say, okay, well, how can I encompass all these three things? into one you know and how can I do all the things that I love rather than just to having to choose one of those things well you can but it's also very difficult to start you know start up a, a styling business or a photography business and a you know whatever other business you want to start all at the same time there are three different you know entities and anyway I just kind of allowed myself to to just do what made me the happiest and that was really photography and and styling I had a really I had a real passion I have a passion for styling and wardrobe and that whole industry and um, I have friends who luckily are in that world and kind of threw me a bone just randomly <laughs> and um that kind of opened the door and that door opened another door and then I was able to that that job that I worked as a stylist opened up a door for me to be a photographer for a publication and I went from <laughs> shooting nothing and no one to shooting an editorial for you know some European magazine I'm not sitting here trying to brag about myself, but what I'm saying is through these things that I began to exercise and I chose, because I could have chosen to not do any of these things, I said to myself, I need something because I knew where my relationship was going and I knew that I needed to prepare somehow, you know, instinctively primal. It was this primal instinct, like you have to get ready, survival mode, you need a plan. You know, and when you've been married for 10 years and, you know, in a relationship for 13, it's, I fell into a role and I had nothing to back me up. I left everything that I ever wanted or had to be, to play this role for my children and for my husband at the time and to build this life that I wanted but it didn't turn out to be the life that I wanted. 
that I think either one of us wanted. Um, I knew that I needed to start doing some things for myself, giving myself some time away from, you know, being mom and being wife and giving myself some time to think and reflect about who Shelly is, who I am. What do, what do I want? What do I need? You know, what would make me happy? What would fulfill me right now? Where, where do I see my life? Where do I see myself in five years or 10 years? You know, what are some goals that I have or some ambitions that still are, you know, just thriving inside of me? What do you want to do? And that's when I started to do all these things and kind of see, well, if I, you know, I kind of just told myself, well, if I start doing these things, kind of play around with the things that I like, maybe it will lead me to something. Maybe it will lead me to where I'm supposed to be. And it kind of led me where I am right now. (laughs) And sometimes it's not as easy as that. And it wasn't easy. It's not easy. You know, being a freelance photographer or freelance stylist or whatever, just being a freelancer, you know, you're so grateful for the job that comes and then it's there you get paid and then the job goes away (laughs) and then the hustle is back on you know and time to find the next job and time to find the next job and so it's it's a struggle and so you really have to want your heart really has to be in it and you really have to want to succeed and see yourself succeed and really want these things for yourself and know that there are going to be sacrifices you know when I started doing um, more wardrobe stuff I was you know doing commercials and I was on set for many hours and it was conflicting with my custody because when I had my kids and it was my week you know I didn't have the help that I you know that I needed or that I was relying on to help me with the kids while I was at work Luckily, you know, I have amazing friends who stepped up and they just, you know, they were there for me. They reassured me to not worry and it allowed me to do my job better because I was fully focused now at, you know, at work and I wasn't, you know, thinking about, oh my God, the kids, who's going to pick them up? What am I going to do? Like, you know, it was always drama and, <laughs> excuse me, um, But anyway, I knew that sacrifices had to be made in order to bring me closer to the things that were fulfilling my life and were bringing me happiness and joy and that was creatively satisfying my hunger. You know, I really, I never had to, I never got to experience stuff like that on that end, you know, like being the photographer and you know it is sometimes I feel like there was a there's pressure on me you know to make sure that you capture this perfect moment or these perfect photos and you know sometimes there can be this this pressure that I allow to consume me but I have to remind myself that you know you're good at what you do you're being hired because people like your work Um, (laughs) don't be anxious about how much you're charging because your time and your energy and your vision is worth it. I really had to learn how to love myself to accept that those parts of me 
you know, saying I'm worthy of this type of job. I'm worthy to ask this amount of money to get paid. I'm worthy of all these things and these opportunities. And the moment I begin to resist and say, oh, no, no, no. And resisting is self-doubt and fear and comparison and trying to control. And you have to just let go of that because the moment you stop resisting, you're allowing for what's naturally supposed to come into your life to come into your life. And I know that sounds like, ooh, you know, okay, Shelly, I'm just going to sit here and let life come to me and the things come to me. Well, no, you know, nobody's going to come knocking on your door with a bag of money and, you know, a, a, you know, lines of jobs lined up ready for you. Like, that's no, that's not reality. But what I'm saying is we spend a lot of time and a lot of energy trying to control and manipulate our lives the way we want it to be. And that doesn't always work. And I think a lot of us know that. <laughs> And I think sometimes in certain areas of our life, we just have to like let go because we're either feeding, we're either feeding this negativity, this resistance with control, with jealousy through comparison. You're online, you're on social media, looking at someone else, comparing yourself. Oh, look at how happy that family is. Look at how successful this mom is, this dad is. Look at their house, look at their things, they're on vacation. You know, it is, it is unhealthy to compare. Don't do that because you're not that person. You're not living their life. You don't know their challenges. You don't know anything. And so it's important to just focus on you. <laughs> focus on where you're going and what you have and what you want, not what other people have. You're feeding this resistance with fear. The fear of you know, success, the fear of what people are going to think, the fear of failure, you know, and failure is just, all it is, is a learning experience. You're learning what not to do, what didn't work, and what you're not going to repeat. But because we put this negative stigma around failure, we like... We self-doubt. We self-doubt ourselves. We, which is, I mean, that is like, you might as well put shackles on your arms and your feet because self-doubt, fear, that's going to keep you from movement, from doing anything, from even finding yourself, from wanting to find to explore, to experience new things, because that's what you're only you're only gonna find things through exploration, through being curious, through wanting to learn more, to wanting to to research and explore. I'm sorry if you guys hear the dog in the background, but you know it's LA. <laughs> There's bound to be a dogs here or there. Anyway, um, we need to remember that letting go of the control, letting go of all these negative behaviors and habits that we have grown to have throughout our life, um, and they're like deep-rooted, you know, it's hard to change some of these habits that we have, you know, 
been doing our whole entire life but in order for us to evolve in order for us to really see who we are like we have to strip ourselves from all that drama you have to strip yourself away from the chaos and I think the biggest the biggest thing for me when I was in search of me because I was in a place I was so lost and we talked about that in the last episode about being lost and feeling like you're just surrounded by darkness and not knowing where to go where to start you know what's going to happen when you get there we're worrying about all these different things we're stressing out we're you know it's projecting into our life we can't sleep we can't eat we can't have a healthy functioning day because we're so consumed with all this other shit we can't really control and the things we can't control scare us to to change we were scared of the thought of having to change parts of us because we're like oh what are people going to think what you know we go down this whole tunnel we we unravel you know it's one thing after the other but what if but what if but what they're just excuses when you really think about it because honestly, I mean, people are going to have opinions, but to say they really care about how you're living your life, if you're not really hurting yourself or hurting anybody around you, nobody really cares. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, oh, you're a new person. Yeah, I'm new. Yeah, I changed some things. If you like it, great. If you don't, there's the door. <laughs> because you don't need negative people, you know, being negative about the changes, the positive changes that you're making in your life. Because all it's doing is it's reflecting, it's highlighting the negativity in their life that they're not addressing. You know, when someone else, it's just like other people can't see other people happy. There's some people that just can't see and can't be around happy people. Somehow, some way, they need to bring them down in some way. And it just sucks. It really sucks. And that's what makes us self-doubt ourselves because there's people out there like that that we've all kind of, you know, come across and have experienced. And through that experience, it has made us question, like, oh, my God, like, well, if I do this, what are people going to think? Because they're going to say this. And last time I did this, so-and-so said this and that and, you know, embarrassed me. And I don't want to feel that again. Tell me we don't do that. Tell me we don't have that conversation in our mind all the time. It's so unhealthy. I mean, like, we're making decisions based on what other people are going to think, even if they're in our family. You know, they're still individuals. They're, each person in your family still has to live their own life and live their own story. And so do you. And we're not living for other people. You're living for you. When I decided that I needed to make some changes, the first thing I kind of did was I isolated myself. And I know that, you know, that's not always possible, but I think it's, it's, you can do it in a way where you're isolating yourself from certain people, certain situations, certain gatherings, certain things that you know are going to be triggers for you, that you know, um, yeah, that, that are going to be triggering to you. So I stayed away from stuff like that. I began to just kind of pull away from the people who I didn't really feel had good intentions or people who 
I didn't feel like I could trust. And, you know, I'm a big believer on people show you who they are all the time. And we are the ones that choose to see it or not. But people are people. (laughs) They're, you know, like we like to say, oh, because of my mom, you know, it's okay for her to act this way. Oh, because my sister, my brother. We give these people these titles. And because they have these titles, they have this importance. But it doesn't, it doesn't excuse the behavior. It doesn't excuse the way they talk to you or the way they um, handle themselves or communicate with you. You know what I mean? Like it can still be toxic. <laughs> it can still be negative. And because of that, it has an effect on you. So until you figure out how you're not going to allow that to happen, how you're not going to allow yourself to be so affected by people or situations, I think the best thing to do in the beginning is to kind of just pull away and give yourself some space. Kind of assess these relationships that you have with people or these situations or whatever it is and get some clarity on what you need to do. And meditation. Meditation is a big thing. I've talked about it before. I've been really, you know, I'm not always the best at meditation. I think um, during this whole pandemic and during quarantine, I was able to kind of center and quiet my mind more. Uh, So I was able to kind of implement healthier habits in my life. And meditation was my way of just quieting my mind and quieting inside and out just being there just sitting you know outside inside quiet I'm big on like ambiance so I'll light an incense you know I'll have like some nice background music or whatever I'm listening you know listening to my meditation or you know um I have the windows open so I can feel the air I'll be outside like I really I go for it you know because I want to feel good and these are the things that make me feel good and it may not be your thing but it's my thing (laughs) so um and so it kind of just it brings me a little bit of peace and even meditation is like you know it could be time of prayer too where you just sit there and you pray or you reflect or whatever it is but I just I really believe that allowing ourselves to just have a moment like even if you work like on your break go to your car have your lunch in your car put a podcast in some nice music breathe relax take a breath you know what I mean take a nap (laughs) if you're one of those power nappers like kudos to you because I cannot do that like if I don't sleep for eight hours straight you know I'm gonna be a monster (laughs) throughout the entire day I just get cranky you know like I feel like I've been cheated of sleep but anyway like I said you do what is good for you and what works for you power napping doesn't work for me meditation works for me I had to work at it for a while and find what worked for me and I did and now meditation and I were good we're on good terms um so through isolation Isolating yourself from everyone, I feel like, for a little bit. And we all kind of did that during the pandemic. So I think that was good because there were some people in my life that I needed to kind of reevaluate and I needed to um, figure out where I wanted to hold them in my life and how I wanted to 
how I wanted to be around them, you know? Um, Eliminating toxic people and habits, you know, that's a big thing I just mentioned, you know, just let those people go, let those toxic people go, let those toxic situations go that you're still holding on to and you're holding a grudge, like, grudges, they're not worth it, it's just not worth it, you know, you're here and then you die and then that's it, it's just not worth it, for what, why are you going to hold a grudge against someone, just to know, just to, you know, know that this other person knows that there's someone out there in the world mad at them, it's not worth it, you know what I mean, like, we have to just let go of situations and say, I don't want to be affected by this anymore. I don't want to hold this anger, this resentment, or this sadness, or this heaviness in my life anymore. And I want to just let go of this emotional attachment that I have. Like, we don't cut ties with people. And, you know, like, for me to find me, I had to cut people out. I had to, like, cut situations out. I had to say, I don't this doesn't feel good, I don't want this anymore, this isn't, I don't want to do these things anymore, because there were certain habits that I was doing that, you know, weren't positive for me, and that weren't helping me, and my growth, and my, you know, just every, in every aspect, spiritually, in my career, as a mother, you know, even in my relationships, you know, I wanted to be able to do things differently than I had been doing them. And again, you have to want to do these things because nobody, no person is going to come and just erase this feeling that you have and this baggage that you're carrying because you're going to, it's there. It happened. You're still carrying this emotional attachment to these people or to the situation and it's there and until you unpack it and you let it go and you say I'm done with this I'm done with that and I'm ready to let go well, you can't be afraid always of how it's going to affect the other person or other people because guess what they're not thinking about they're not thinking about you in that way and if you are really serious about your growth and you're really serious about bringing in more happiness and joy and fulfillment into your life, then some things have to go so that you can make space for good things, you know, like you got to get rid of the bad shit to make space for the good things. And that's a part of finding yourself. Who are you? Who do you have around you? You know, what kind of situations are you putting yourself in? What kind of people are you hanging out? What kind of men are you dating? What kind of, you know, like food are you eating (laughs) seriously you know like how are you loving yourself right now and I wasn't I wasn't at all I was purely in depressed mode and survival mode and I feel like it was like the two worst you know feelings to have you know going on at the same time because the depression was like ugh I just want to stay here in this hole in this bed forever and just cover myself and cry and just hope that I can cry it all out and then when I cry it all out I'll feel better but when you know it become days become weeks and weeks become months it it gets real heavy you know and then you have to kick into survival mode because you're a mother and you're going through a divorce and now you have to start over 
and you can't stay in bed all day. You have to get the fuck up and you have to go to work and you have to find work and you have to learn to live life again without him. And it was hard because I felt like my emotions, I was like playing tug of war. And it wasn't until I started like really getting into these hobbies and other things that I was just needing a release, something to do to keep my mind off to distract me from all the shit that was going on in my life and all the unhappiness that, that I was feeling. And, you know, when I was working on set, I don't know what it was. It's just the energy or just the feeling that I'm here. And I can't believe that I'm here and I'm doing this. (laughs) This is happening. And, you know, um, it felt good. And I felt like a piece of me was... I felt like this was for me you know like this was a moment where I felt like this is where I want to be this is where I belong and it was like oof okay I just you know like you know like a little scratcher a little lotto ticket one of those scratcher tickets and you gotta use a, a quarter or something a coin to like scratch off that little silver surface to see the numbers underneath or whatever it's underneath that's kind of what I felt like you know I was just scratching a little bit and I was like oh I see I see her I see her I see a little bit of Shelly right there and then I got you know and then I met these people at Style House and then I you know mentioned that I was a photographer and they're like oh my god great well we need a photographer I had photo shoots four editorials like in a row with no experience, no nothing, and I'm basically teaching myself as I'm going, being so nervous, and it was like the most thrilling and exhilarating experience of my life. I could have easily have said, no, 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 which I thought of doing so many times and picking up the phone and calling and saying, you probably want to hire someone who has more experience and probably someone who's better than me, and you know, I don't, you know, I just didn't want to fuck up. I didn't want to fail. And I was self-doubting myself and I was scared and I was comparing myself. You see, I was doing all the things I was resisting at. The universe, God, was giving me this opportunity and saying, here, Shelly, we know that you're ready to do this. So we're giving this to you. And I'm over here going, whoa, whoa, what are you, what are you guys thinking about? What are you doing? Hello, I'm not some like fancy schmancy photographer yet. Like, I don't have any experience doing this yet. I'm not ready to do this. I was talking myself out of it and I was going over and over and over in my head how I was going to talk myself out of this conversation of this, this job, these jobs that I had lined up in one night, <laughs> you know, just frolicking around playing dress up in their style house because I was pulling clothes for another shoot for another job and here I was trying to talk myself out of this publication and this editorial and just the chance to work with you know designers and I thought it was bigger than me and that I just couldn't do it and I don't know why, but something inside of me was just like, fuck it, just go for it. Just do it. 
it's okay. Like, if they don't like the pictures, they'll just get another photographer and do it all over again, right? (laughs) I don't know. Um, I just knew that I would hate myself for turning it down. Whether I did a good job or not, there's no way that I could just turn this down, the opportunity, and I didn't. And it was the best experience. It was so much fun. And I met new people that I continue to work with, that I still talk to. And it was just, it was, I was so proud of myself. I had this moment where I was like, God, you self, you just doubted yourself so much. You see what happens when you just go for it. You see what happens when you stop resisting. You just let go and just let life happen. Like, that was a moment where I was like, ah, like this is you. Like you feel this, like running through your veins, this excitement, this adrenaline, like this is you. Like this is where you're supposed to be. You're you're exercising your creativity. You're doing the things that you love. You're passionate. You're happy. And you're excited to experience what you're experiencing. And I just knew in that moment that that's what I was supposed to be doing. I knew in that moment that when I stopped resisting and I allowed and I gave myself permission to be happy and to accept opportunities and to be successful, I was giving myself permission to do that because before I, I would have talked myself out of it, which I would do a lot of times is I would talk myself out of, you know, jobs and situations because I didn't think I was good enough and, you know, I had to tell myself and I had to believe that I am good enough. I am worthy. I am good at what I do. I'm good at my job. And it was a game changer for me. It solidified it. It just confirmed everything that I needed to hear, that I needed to feel, that I needed to know that I was on the right path. And it wasn't necessarily you know, the path of photography, it was, I was on the path of finding myself by giving myself permission to, to live, to do, to experience. You know, I, I, a lot of what I started to do too, is I started journaling a lot. I, I've been journaling since I was like eight years old. Um, so I, journaling is a big outlet for me you know, to just get all that emotion out, to get all the things that I want to get out on paper. It goes on paper. It's super therapeutic for me. Um, Even just during this pandemic, you know, journaling every single day and what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling, what I've been going through, how things have been going, all these different things that, you know, go on in your life. And sometimes, It's not someone that you need to talk to. Sometimes it's just a piece of paper and a pen (laughs) or a computer or whatever. You know, I'm old school. I like to write. So um, journaling was a big, big thing. And I encourage you ladies that, you know, don't, you know, necessarily have a huge community of, of women or don't have, you know, enough support in your life. Journaling is such a healthy way of, you know, putting on paper and visually seeing like you know these are the things I need to work on this is how I'm gonna do it these are the things that I want these are the positive habits that I want to replace these negative habits with and you know I do daily intention so when I'm journaling 
daily or even you know if I'm not writing in the journal I still set out intentions you know I still kind of tell myself okay today I'm going to do this this and this and today I'm going to call my mom and give her some love and attention or go and see her or you know I I put forth some type of goal that I want to get done for the day and whether it be patience or you know just I need I just want to feel more at calm or at peace with my life like I set that intention as well you know like I'm going to try to just approach situations with calm and peace and patience and try to just you know call that into my life and I think that's important because when we can see on paper and you know I'm just saying like this is what works for me it doesn't work for everybody I understand but when I can see it on paper it's like it's kind of like a vision board it's there like I see like these are the things you need to work on like these are some things that are affecting your growth as a person these are things that are affecting relationships that you have with people these are things that are affecting your life physically you know like it gives you a it just it's kind of like an outline like a map you know you can write out your goals your desires your needs what you're going to do, your game plan, your fears, your doubts, the things that, you know, you weren't good at, what your your weaknesses are in a relationship, what are your strengths, what are some things that you know that you need to change because they're toxic behaviors. That's some, like, you know, deep inner, you know, inner work. <laughs> and you got to be ready for that. But again, if you're on a mission and a journey to find yourself and you're willing to allow yourself to go to those places and to take accountability, you know, that's great because we're not perfect and we all make mistakes. And it's, you know, I don't want to be the type of person that, you know, holds people to their mistakes like, oh, you made all these mistakes and you, you and blame and blame and like, I don't want to be that person. And I don't want to be around people either, you know, because we're allowed to change and we're allowed to grow and we don't need people in our life mocking us or, you know, thinking that we're ridiculous because we're in therapy or we're ridiculous because we've changed like, oh, you've always been this way. Now you've changed. Now you're this way. Yeah, now I'm this way because I was able to shut out all the chaos and all the bullshit and now... (laughs) now I can see now I can hear now I can feel now everything is activated now there are no blockages you know like let's embrace the change let's normalize changing because people are allowed to do it and yes there are people out there doing some really stupid shit and some really just horrible things and I'm not talking about that I'm talking about you know simple behaviors that are toxic to relationships that you're having with people whether it be your spouse whether it be your children whether it be your family or co-workers or your friends you know like that's what I'm talking about recognizing these bad habits and replacing them with something good Because that's what's going to bring out and enhance 
who you are. By replacing these negative thoughts, by replacing these negative habits with positivity, you're telling yourself, I'm ready to change, I'm ready to be happy, I'm allowing for this to happen into my life because I don't want to feel like this anymore. I didn't want to feel depressed anymore. I didn't want to feel like I was surviving all the time. I didn't want to feel unhappy, unfulfilled. I didn't want to feel these dark thoughts and this heaviness that was weighing on me and this sadness and this, you know, I I felt like I had disappointed my children and I had let them down and, you know, I, I felt so much guilt and so much shame and it was just so heavy for so long and, um... I didn't want to feel that way anymore. I really didn't. And I really had to try and do things to better myself so that I can, I could cleanse my life of all the negativity and all the people who were playing a role in that. I had to journal to create a map about of my life, where I wanted to go what my goals are, where I am right now, and how I feel right now in this moment. I feel like shit. I feel lost. I feel dark. I feel heavy. I'm having these thoughts. I'm having, you know, this feeling, and I feel like I will never be able to love again, or I'll never be able to be successful in my career as a, as a person again, and, and I feel like, you know, I, I'm not attractive enough again. Like, the, all these different thoughts were going through my head, and, and, and all these different self-doubt doubting thoughts it gets really exhausting you know and I wanted to be better and I wanted to be happy and I wanted to just allow myself to grow into this amazing person that I know that I'm that I am and I wanted to be able to use mom mouth to embrace women And to show them how beautiful and wonderful and how much light and love and how much they still have to offer. To to inspire women to know that they're not alone. You know, going through a divorce is, is really difficult. And as a woman, you go through so many different, um, so many different phases, you know, and I, we can sit here and talk about all the different phases that I went through but that's for another episode (laughs) um but when I really just started living for me and doing things for myself and giving myself permission to just yeah go on a date you know and and just go out to dinner with my friends and hang out and go away for the weekend or you know be spontaneous I was giving myself permission to do that because I had never given myself permission to do that before in my life and the life that I was living didn't really allow for me to be that way and so I no longer was gonna I no longer was I was no whoa I can't talk (laughs) okay I was no longer going to let myself or keep myself from um just living life and I, you know, I, I just have such a deeper appreciation for life in general. 
even, you know, just coming through this divorce and going through everything that I went through and all my challenges, you know, leaving um, the house and starting over and just dealing with the divorce, co-parenting, all these different emotions and healing, the healing process of it all. Um, it was very challenging, you know, and it wasn't easy, but, and I'm still going through it. I'm still healing. I'm still learning. I'm still evolving. And, you know, I think the important thing is that I'm in a place where I recognize myself. I love myself. I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table, what I bring to a relationship. I know what kind of mother I am. I know what kind of human being I am, and I love who I am. And I think the people that know me would vouch (laughs) for that. Um, I definitely practice what I preach, and I'm a loyal and loving friend and mother and daughter and maybe wife one day again. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, second marriage. That doesn't sound bad at all. No, you know what I mean? It's love. It's life. Like I said, you're here one day and then you're gone the next. And I want to know that I have lived my life fully, that I've given myself permission to live life. I've opened my heart to love again, that I've, you know, shown my children a different type of relationship. I've shown my kids, you know, how to be how I've shown my son how to admire strong women who are you know just a force to be reckoned with you know from being funny to smart to beautiful to outgoing just loving and embracing women and teaching my daughter you know that no matter what life throws at you no matter what hardships may come you know look at me here I am walking through fire (laughs) walking through the darkness and getting to the other side always landing on my feet because that is where I want to be is on the other side I don't want to let myself I don't want to stay in the fire too long I don't want to stay in the darkness too long I want to always find myself and find my way back to the light and know that I am capable and that I am able to do anything that I want. That I'm strong enough to get through anything. And that healing can heal the deepest of wounds if you let it. I'm so happy that I was able to kind of just talk about this and truly... I really want you ladies to start emailing me or just kind of connecting with me and sharing your stories with me, whether it be through divorce or motherhood or loss of, you know, children or whatever our situations and our hardships may be right now. Um, I just want us to be able to rally together and support each other and love each other and to know that this is a safe place to talk. And I would love to be able to have some of you on an episode of mom mouth to just meet women hear your stories of success and entrepreneurship and family advice sex advice love advice all of that kind of stuff i want to welcome um here to mom mouth so i hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and that you continue to love yourselves continue to be kind and continue to spread that love and kindness 
to the world. Okay, ladies, we'll have a great day and till next time.